I have motion sickness from the Alvin Gentry roller coaster. I have notes here. The first one is, is Alvin Gentry a good coach? I'm watching it, watching the game. What Got home from basketball to watch the second half of the Pelicans-Raptors opening night game. And I am seeing a bunch of guys out there for the Pelicans that I don't even know who they are. And they're winning. They're beating the Raptors who have Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Marcus Saul, um, Fred Van Fleet. All guys you would know. Van Vliet. Um, and the Pelicans have this guy out there hit stroking threes named Nicole Melly. And Summer League legend Josh Hart is out there tearing it up. And I'm asking myself, is Alvin Gentry... A good coach. And I go back and forth. I see that um, they've added Jeff Bizilic, Bizdelic, BZD, you know, the guy who was the freaking defensive mastermind for the Rockets over the past couple of years. Used to be the head coach of the Nuggets. Definitely a defensive guy. So you can tell Gentry's going to play the guys that get after defensively. Maybe that's not, maybe that's why the guys out there aren't household names or guys that get after it. Um, they're utilizing skinny Jaleel Lokafor, poised for a comeback season. Um, but then they run these plays after timeouts that are just pathetic. Drew Holiday with eight seconds left, you know, eight seconds on the shot clock with under 30 seconds left, throws up this double clutch step back three. And Chris Webber's so dumb, such a bad commentator. He's saying that's the shot they're looking for, which clearly it wasn't. Um, but not to be outdone, Nick Nurse comes down with whatever. Now we're at eight seconds left in the game, and they run a clear out for, no, not Kyle Lowry, no, not Fred Van Fleet. Um, Norman Powell, who just dribbles the air out of the ball and chucks up a three from 30 feet. So, I don't know. I mean, Nick Nurse ran a nice after-timeout play previously that got a hammer action for Fred Van Fleet for a three. So I was expecting something a little more creative than a clear-out for Norm freaking Powell, who just jacked up a 30-footer. So now we're, you know, they had to go to overtime, and um, the Raptors were just too much between Van Fleet and Lowry, and the Pelicans started crapping their pants a little bit. All these guys that, you know just haven't been in these situations that the Raptors were last year. But the Raptors are by no means good. Um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting year. J.J. Redick for the Pelicans was just absolutely cold-blooded down the stretch. Hit a big two to take the lead, then took a charge. Um, But, yeah, my thing with Gentry is I was just so confused by the lineups down the stretch. Um, I understand riding the hot hand, but he had Lonzo Ball sitting a long time. Rode Skinny Okafor big minutes in the fourth quarter. Like, those bench guys did their job, but that's their role. They're the bench guys. So down the stretch, down the last three minutes, maybe put Favors back in. Maybe put Redick in a little earlier. So, I don't know. It was questionable. So, that's why I'm up and down on Gentry. I realize he's a curd disciple. I think he knows what he's doing. He's got a raw deal every year with Davis getting hurt, DeMarcus Cousins getting hurt. So you really can't judge him um, on results because his team is so, has been so incomplete every year. 
Um, but I was impressed that they were in the game with this ragtag group of guys I'd never heard of. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Can't tell if he's a good coach or not. My stomach still hurts. Um, but that's it. Just a quick one. Um, remember, Joe Burrow for Heisman. Peace. Okay, I'm back. You know who I want to go to war with every night if I'm a basketball coach or basketball player? Patrick Beverly, Landry Shamit, Lou Williams, Mo Harkless, Montrez Harrell, Jamichael Green. Oh, and I guess I'll take Kawhi Leonard too. I mean, I didn't know this was going to be a playoff game tonight or I'd be in bed already. So I started watching this Lakers Clippers game. Um, I see on the scroll when I'm watching the Raptors Pelicans game that it's um, 13 2 Lakers. So I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to suck. I switch over and the Clippers are awesome to watch. They are must watch TV. I wish they weren't on the West Coast. And I hope the Celtics play like this because this is what I'm, ah, God, this is what I want the Celtics to be this year. Heart and hustle, Brad Stevens, well coached team. The Clippers right now are up 62-54 to 54 at halftime because they are just up in the Lakers' face all over the place. They're shooting so efficiently. And Kawhi Leonard, I don't know, man. He just, I've never seen a player so balanced. He gets to his spots. He's strong. He rises up. And I've never seen the guy swish a shot. It always hits the back of the rim and the ball dies. But he doesn't miss, man. He's so strong. I, he's just so new balance. He's so efficient. He's boring. But he plays so damn hard and it's infectious. This Clippers team, man, is just fun to watch. And when did Jermichael Green and Mo Harkless become these sharpshooters? I don't know if this is going to be a flash in the pan one night thing, but I put the game on and Jermichael Green like bangs two threes. And I did a little research. He's a 37% career three-point shooter but he shot 40% last year and you know if you're going to be a big in this league you have to evolve and learn how to knock down that shot and it seems like he has and more Harkless another guy like Orlando Portland he's always been like a sneaky good FanDuel guy because he's cheap and he kind of fills it up um, but he's not a great three-point shooter 32% but on his career but he you know he banged two threes he goes to the hoop with reckless abandon. He just plays hard. Like These are the type of teams I love to watch and are very easy to root for, um, You know, especially when you're going against the Lakers. Um, as much as I love LeBron as a player over his career, I, it's just impossible to root for the Lakers. Um, but they're freaking good. They're... They're down by eight right now at halftime, but there's no doubt in my mind they're going to win. Um, LeBron's playing awesome. Anthony Davis, you can't even be in the be in the vicinity of his breath without getting a foul called. You think he's already gone to the free throw line like 15 freaking times already. Um, and they're revamped. I like I liked what they've done. I've liked what the Lakers done. Um, putting a lot of shooters around LeBron and Anthony Davis. And um, even getting 
production out of Dwight Howard, who I kind of thought was cooked. He looks pretty good out there. Even though he has three falls, he's kind of bringing that energy. Um, but I, I recognize that these tight uniforms are in, are in right now. But Dwight Howard is, like, making Dennis Rodman proud with how tight his stupid uniform is. And I don't know what's going on with that hair. But um, he looks questionable for sure. And a guy that shouldn't be wearing a tight uniform is uh, Boston College's own Jared Dudley. He looks like a guy that I wouldn't even want on my pickup team. And even if he was on the Celtics, I think I would hate him. He hit a three and celebrated... Like they won the national, you know, they like they won the NBA finals. He's just not a very likable guy. And I feel like, I feel like he is likable by his teammates and he seems to have a good rep and he's funny and he's good enough on Twitter, but man, he just looks like such a slob. He's got no hair now. He used to have those dreads. Now he's just no hair and fat and his body's all disproportioned. Um, but I love the Lakers pieces i think they're gonna be good i like danny green and um you know troy daniels and avery bradley they have all these nice pieces around lebron that you know aren't superstars but that's when lebron's at his best making these guys better so if you have lebron and anthony davis and you can utilize these guys and rondo's not playing tonight um although we'll see how he fits in he seems like he doesn't actually with lebron playing more of the one but um, it's just, it's just, it's a great game. It's playoff atmosphere. I can't believe how good this game is. And something that stood out to me was when you see the benches and the the assistant coaches on these teams are fantastic. I forgot that Jason Kidd was Frank Vogel's coach. So they're getting coached up by two pretty damn good coaches. I know Jason Kidd has a bad rep because, you know, he was kind of immature with Brooklyn. But they were productive. They made the playoffs. With Milwaukee, he kind of gotten didn't really vibe with his star players, and you know it's a players' league, so if, if you're not that, you're out. And obviously, Budenholzer is a way better coach anyway. But as an assistant, I think that Jason Kidd can grow, and if he's focusing on some certain aspects, he's going to be a good asset for Frank Vogel. And then they scroll over to Doc Rivers' bench, and they got Ty Lue and Sam Cassell, and um, yeah, I don't know. This is just. It's, it's a good vibe on this game. It really is a playoff atmosphere. Um, again, I wish it wasn't midnight. I wish it was earlier so I could maybe watch the second half. I'm probably going to turn in, but I would say Lakers down eight at halftime. I think they win, but the Clippers are <laughs> impossible not to love. They, these guys get after. I am excited for the Celtics' first game tomorrow versus the Sixers, and I hope they play with the intensity and heart that the Clippers play with tonight because with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, Daniel Tice, I mean, they have some pieces. Um, but I'll give, you the, I'll give you my Celtics preview maybe tomorrow before the game. But... Um, I do hope that they emulate what the Clippers are up to tonight because it's been really fun to watch. Um, All right, again, Joe Burrow for Heisman.